How are y'all doing today? This is Tell True Vision, Social Media Live. I am your host, Plump Queen. I am simultaneously going live on Instagram as well um, as my StreamYard platform. So bear with me. I'm looking at both of these cameras. Um, but I appreciate your time and your energy. And I had a topic that I thought well, was very um, important to talk about. So I'm going to share my thoughts and hopefully it'll help you guys. Um, me personally, um, loneliness. We're talking about loneliness. I'm a part of uh, several groups on Facebook and um, that deal with being an amputee, with women's empowerment and empowerment in the communities that I'm a part of, you know what I'm saying, as a whole. And every morning when I wake up, you know, I scroll through my feed, scroll through those things, you know what I'm saying, to see what people are talking about, see what's being said. And as of late, I've been seeing a lot of it, especially in the amputee world, where people are feeling very lonely, whether they have a whole bunch of people around them or whether, you know what I'm saying, whether they are actually by themselves, um, having this um, feeling of loneliness and it's stopping them from thriving or from coming out of, you know, whatever situation it is. So I felt like, you know, this is something, you know, that I've dealt with even before I lost um, my arm. So I identify with this topic on diff on several different levels. So I just wanted to share my thoughts and hopefully it can help because, again, there's nothing new under the sun. I can promise you there is not a feeling that you can feel that someone else hasn't. There is someone out there in the world who has felt what you felt. You know what I'm saying? Has even been through what you've been through and they've come and they've come out of it. You know what I'm saying? They have figured out some kind of way to figure, you know what I'm saying, to figure out how to continue on with their lives. So there are ways to do it. You know what I'm saying? Just got to be creative and, you know, have a little help. So I'll tell you guys what I have been doing. Now, prior to me losing my arm, I was a fat girl, still kind of thick, but I've been, I was a big girl my whole life. So and I've said this several times. But that brought a level of loneliness because even though I had a lot of friends, you know, people absolutely, you know, rock with me. I had friends and all that good stuff, but I didn't have anybody, you know, what I'm saying romantically. And we are taught, you know, what I'm saying through TV, you know, what I'm saying through what we see, you know, what I'm saying that being attractive to the opposite sex, you know, what I'm saying is a form of validation. It doesn't matter that it's not supposed to be that way. That's the way it is. So growing up, even though I had friends, I still felt a level of loneliness because all of my other friends were either having sex or in relationships. They were having boyfriends and girlfriends. They were, you know, they were into the dating thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's not something that I was able to experience, you know what I'm saying, growing up. So I was lonely. Now, I will say I handled it well. I wasn't, I'm not the type of person that doesn't matter how I'm feeling if I'm in my low, my low vibration or I'm feeling some type of way about myself or a situation, I have this thing where I can't put that energy on to other folks as far as if I'm not happy, I can't, I can't um, not, I cannot not be happy for you, if that makes sense. I can be as lonely as I can be lonely as fuck and still be a third or a fifth wheel in my friend's relationship and be genuinely happy for them. Because what I've learned about myself, my true happiness honestly comes from other people. I want other people to be happy. I honestly care more about folks, feelings, situations, you know what I'm saying, and thought process 
more than my own. And that's something that I've had to work on in myself. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't matter what I'm feeling. I cannot bring myself to be envious, to be jealous, to be hateful, to put out any type of negative energy to somebody that I say that I care about, somebody that I say that I love. So I'll suffer in silence. That's kind of how I've I've moved my whole life, especially when it comes to people that I care about. Now, if you somebody done pissed me off and you know what I'm saying, and you just all the way over there, yeah, then I can get in my bag and you know, all of that jazz. But when it comes down to the people that I truly care about, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I've suffered a lot growing up feeling lonely, you know, feeling like I was not going to, I'm not good enough. I'm only good enough to be someone's friend. I can, you know, give a man advice. I can, you know, be friendly to them, but they'll never take me seriously. So I spent pretty much all of junior high school and all of high school feeling lonely. Anybody that, you know, that was around me or grew up around me around them times, whether they knew that or not, that's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? But again, like I said, I can't bring myself to put out negative energy to other people. So, like I said, I suffered in silence. Now, that was growing up, you know what I'm saying, wanting to be loved, you know what I'm saying, by the opposite sex. Then when you talk from a family standpoint, I grew up in a very in a big family. I am the first of 10 grandkids. You know what I'm saying? But once my mom decided to change her life and you know um get into her love life, she got married, changed our religion and things of that nature. She started a whole new life that was different, you know what I'm saying, than the way we grew up. And my family didn't take that well. You know what I'm saying? We were the pariahs and in some form of fashion, we still are. You know what I'm saying? We're the black sheep of the family. So I went from the first nine years of my life being doted on, being loved, you know, even though, you know what I'm saying, I honestly grew up in a very toxic environment, I really wasn't aware of it, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? My first nine years of life, everything was cool. You know what I'm saying? Our family was really tight-knit despite what was going on, and you know what I'm saying, going on. But then once my mom changed her life, that switched. From my perspective, I lost my family because now, because they don't like her, they don't like me. Not whether that's the right, whether that was the right perspective to have or not, that's how I felt, you know what I'm saying, growing up. So then I got this new family. And that's another thing with me. As growing up, I followed my mom. Anything she told me to do, she was my guide. Anything, you know what I'm saying? She took care of me well. So anything she told me, anything that she um that she brought to me. I follow suit, didn't question it, you know what I'm saying, uh, didn't put my two cents or anything like that. I just followed suit. So when she told me, I'm about that we're going to have this new family, everything's going to be great, I believed her. Didn't happen that way. So throughout that situation, it had its own issues. Dealing with, you know what I'm saying, my mom was in a polygamous situation, you know what I'm saying, and started up her marriage. So dealing with other children, dealing with other women, it was a lot. So from my perspective, that became chaotic. That wasn't my, you know what I'm saying? It has to turn to find out that these folks weren't supposed to stay in my life. So I went from one family, losing one family, to losing another. Because I grew up with these people. You know what I'm saying? And they were my replacement because I don't got my blood relatives no more. All I got is y'all. And then I came to realize that I didn't have them either. 
from my perspective. So I was lonely because at the end of the day, my other siblings, they actually had each other. They're, they're blood related. I'm technically the only child. I'm the only child my mom's ever had. I do have brothers and sisters from my biological, um, my biological father, you know what I'm saying? But we're, we have our own relationship and we're growing and you know doing that on our own. But we don't interact with each other, you know what I'm saying, a lot. And I haven't been interacting with them over the years. See what I'm saying? So loneliness, feeling like every family um, dynamic you know what I'm saying? That I have ever been I've been put into. Because mind you, growing up, I didn't have any choices. I, I didn't I didn't have any um choice in the environments that I was put in. I didn't tell my I didn't get to choose my mom to switch it up and have them feel that way. So in the midst of everybody else making these decisions and all that stuff, I'm stuck here. You know what I'm saying? In loneliness. All these people were lonely. And I had to suffer through that because again, I'm not the type to just throw that on other people. Unlike others, I don't want to be that. I've never wanted to be that. So from a family standpoint, you know what I'm saying? I felt lonely. That turned into me, you know what I'm saying? I got, I get into different groups, you know what I'm saying? Get on, you know, get on the internet and you know what I'm saying? You start to click, you know, start finding, trying to find a click because I'm looking for this family dynamics that was taken from me growing up. So I can get rid of this loneliness because I'm about people. I'm about community. I'm about family. If I had it my way, I would hang out on a regular basis with everybody that I'm cool with. I'm cool with a lot of people, but if I had it my way, I would hang out with them, all of them, every day. We would talk every day. It's the type of person I am, but that's not reality. That's not how that works, especially when you're an adult. As adults, we have our own lives. We have our own journeys. You know what I'm saying? We have our own purposes that does not intertwine, you know what I'm saying, with each other. So another level of loneliness, understanding that. So I have to keep my emotions in check. Because I understand that it's really not no one else's job, you know what I'm saying, to fulfill me. There's no one's job to take care of me. That's no one's job. That's my job. So having to deal with having this feeling, then understanding that that feeling's not right and having to having to work that out. I do that daily. I live by myself. You know what I'm saying? Bulls in my arm, all that good stuff. Great. I'm independent. All that good stuff. But the way my life is set up, I'm by myself a lot. Even in my 13-year relationship, my man goes on the road a lot so he can go and, you know, be that great provider. So it's like my universe set up my life where, where I would think that I need, I have to be lonely. And I've, I've battled with this, especially within the last six years, me having my own place and, you know, literally being by myself. And I used to cry, you know what I'm saying, and talk to my ancestors and ask them, why? Like, why do I always have to be by myself, especially in the moments when I really don't want to be by myself? Like, I'm cool for the most part, but there are moments when I need people, when I need energy, when I need to be poured into, when I, you know what I'm saying, need somebody to speak life into me. I need that too. 
know what I'm saying? And a lot of times the universe have it set up, but I can't. I have to do that myself. I have to be my own motivator. So whether it's me, you know what I'm saying, playing music all day, dancing all day, you know what I'm saying, going out in the sun, meditating, whatever it is that I do, you know what I'm saying, to get my vibrations back up, you know what I'm saying? The universe has set it up that way. I'm lonely a lot. Like I said, I'm a people's person. So being by myself is not ideal. But it is what it is. It's a part of my journey. What we have to understand is that we have to stop being codependent on other people's energy. You were born by yourself, even twins that were born with somebody else. You walk this journey by yourself. Other human beings got their own shit going on. Just like you go through stuff, other human beings go through stuff. Other human beings are human. They make mistakes. They piss you off. You know what I'm saying? We have to learn to be comfortable with self. To be, you know what I'm saying? To be, to embrace your own company. I started learning this. I was watching uh, a video that David Banner was put, that put out on Facebook some years ago. And he was talking about, you know, how there was a time when he always just had to have somebody around him or he didn't feel whole or there was a, you know, was a problem. And now since he's going through his healing and worked through his traumas and stuff like that, he can now sit at a coffee shop all day by himself, sit there, read, sip on his coffee or his tea, you know, whatever it is. He enjoys his own company. He does not have to have a whole entourage around him. He does not need a million people to be around him for him to feel whole. Because he is whole. You know what I'm saying? Just like you want people to be around you, you have to have that energy for people to want to be around you. So if you got the energy that, you know what I'm saying, that, that attracts people, you know what I'm saying, you should feel the same way about yourself. If your energy is popping, then you should be able to rock in your own energy. You know what I'm saying? So I understand fully the feeling of, of loneliness, but it's absolutely a state of mind. And it's based off of expectations. I think it doesn't matter what it is when it comes down to traumas and, and healing. Uh, a lot of that all stems from the expectations that we have of others what we expect love to feel like, what we expect a relationship to look like, what we expect, you know what I'm saying, our lives to look like, what success looks like. And if it doesn't look like that, if, it, if what's going on doesn't look like what we see, you know what I'm saying, then it's a problem. This is when you start to feel, you know, you start to feel lonely, when you start to feel depressed, when you start to feel miserable, unfulfilled, and all of that stuff because you're looking outside of yourself. Everything you need, you were born with everything you need to live this life, to find your purpose and to fulfill it. You were born with it, period. You can pray to whoever you wanna to pray to, give the credit to whoever you wanna give credit to, but you were born with everything, you know what I'm saying, that you are supposed to have to live in this life. The people that come into your life, you know what I'm saying? That is not by coincidence. The people who leave your life is not a coincidence. And we have to start embracing the journey, you know what I'm saying, that we're walking. 
This is an experience. You're so focused on the destination. You need to really focus on the experience. A lot of times we have people in our lives and had we truly embraced that experience, it'll be able, that energy you'll be able to last for a lifetime. We have people in our lives and we waste it. We take them for granted. And then when they leave, then all of a sudden we feel the difference. Like when I'm around people that I really love and that really give me good energy, like that energy lasts for a minute. It don't just be for that day. All I got to do is just think about that moment. Think about that person. And it completely changes my mood. You can harness that energy, just like we say on full moons and new moons, you know, it's the same thing. It's all energy. So the energy you put out is the energy you're going to get back. So if loneliness is what you're feeling, that starts with you. That's what you're putting out. If you think all the time, I'm lonely, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. You're telling the universe to give you more lonely. You are telling the universe that this is the state that you want to be in because that's what you keep speaking. That's what you keep saying. Acts of fulfillment. Do things that fulfill you. You know what you like. And maybe you don't. The time that you that you feel like you, that is the time to figure that out. With nobody else's um, intervention, nobody else's energy to enter, solely you. When I'm upset, like over the week, well, this is technically well, over the weekend. You know, what I'm saying I, I had a couple of snags, a couple of monkey wrenches. I was a bit irritated. You know, what I'm saying over the weekend. But at the end of the day, because I know that it doesn't matter what bothers me, no matter what it is, I know for a fact that it's a lesson. And I also, because of how I say, you know, I don't like putting my, I don't like putting out bad energy on folks and I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I can't be that person, you know what I'm saying? To be envious and all that. Well, guess what? The universe sets it up so I don't be that way. If I'm in a low vibration, Folks don't need to be around me. Clearly, I need to be alone. Can't have it both ways. So I can no longer be upset when I'm by myself, especially when I'm in that state, because clearly that's the reason why. Clearly, I need to just be in my energy so I can think, so I can figure this out, so I can find the solution. Because again, frustrations, anger, all that stuff. They're all triggers. Anything that you find discomforting is either something that you see in yourself and others, you know what I'm saying, or fear. One of the two. And either way, that is still on you. It has nothing to do with the with other people. I know so many people who got millions of folks around them and are lonely. Lay next to a person every night. Wake up to a person every rising. Lonely. Multiple children. Work 14 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? But And you got a whole staff of people that you talk to on a regular basis. 
kids got to go to this place, this place, do this activity, all that. You around people all fucking day. Lonely. Don't make any sense. And that's because you are looking for something outside of you. You want something that no one else on earth can give you but you. And we have to start understanding that. Stop thinking that this person is just not, or that person is just not, or I, no. You have to be and embody what it is that you want. The life that you want for yourself, that you see, you have, it's almost like you have to, you got to live it before it's there. And I know that sounds weird, but it's true. So if you're the type of person that want to be the life of the party, you're going to have to live like that. You're going to have to see yourself at that party. You're going to have to, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have to be that person. That's not just going to come to you. You got to be that person. So if you want, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know what the opposite should have looked that up before I did this. The I guess the opposite word for you know for loneliness. You know what I'm saying? But take everything with stride. I that's that's honestly the best that I can say. Trust your universe, trust your ancestors, your God, whatever it is you want to call it. Trust, you know what I'm saying, that they got your best interest at heart and that every setup, you know what I'm saying, is you know what I'm saying, is for your benefit. So again, losing people, if everybody, like, that's something that I had to deal with a lot in the last three, four years. People dropping off like flies. Cool for two seconds. Everything is all good until, until it's not. You know what I'm saying? This, is, this honestly was the universe teaching me, again, about this loneliness, teaching me about what I got going on, who I am, the energy that I'm putting out, and honestly, the type of energy that I need around me. So instead of me being upset that every time I think a friendship is going well and then it doesn't and it goes sour or whatever it is, a business deal or, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is, that is the universe, you know what I'm saying, honestly teaching me. You know what I'm saying? And at least in that moment, I need to do this by myself. And it's okay. I'm not trying to beat up on you. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be mean and no shit like that. But, you know what I'm saying? You need the right people, the right energy to be in the right space. And sometimes, you know what I'm saying? That's short-lived. Sometimes people just come into your life, honestly, to fuck with you. Just so you can learn that lesson and then leave. Sometimes that's how that goes. And I've had to learn and I'm continuing, you know, continuing this lesson, you know what I'm saying, not to take that shit personally and not to knock myself or make it seem like, you know what I mean, there's something wrong with me or, you know what I'm saying, get into this loneliness, like I'm going to be lonely forever. You know, I can't, you know what I'm saying, I'm only going to have my two friends, you know what I'm saying, for the rest of my life kind of thing and all that and, and, and feeling like that's a bad thing. Like, I'd rather four quarters than a hundred pennies. The reality is you want quality over quantity. You don't just want a whole bunch of low vibrational, immature ass people around you. 
If you wanted that, you can just have some kids. We got to start really thinking about what it is you're asking for. You want people around you, but don't you want the right people around you? See, I want the right people around me. Not just people. I'm no longer looking, you know what I'm saying, for that, you know what I'm saying, uh, for people to fulfill what I thought I lost as a child. I'm no longer looking for that family dynamic, you know what I'm saying, from somewhere else because I felt like that's what I was lacking in my childhood. I'm not on that no more. I'm thinking about my journey. And I understand that everybody that's supposed to, I'm supposed to meet, supposed to greet and all that is going to show up on my journey. I'm going to attract everybody that I need. Everybody. So if you gave me a negative or if I had a bad experience with you of some sort, that was a lesson for me. That's something that, you know, I'm saying that I now have dealt with. I know I'm aware of it now. So if it shows up later, I know how to handle that. That's what all misunderstandings, you know what I'm saying, things that go right. That's how I see all that. There is no more loneliness. There is no more, you know what I'm saying, why me? It's thank you. Because clearly my ancestors, you know what I'm saying, know better than me. All I got is my intentions and what I got inside of me and what I can give. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I mean? That's all I got until I get more. You see what I'm saying? So I'm trying to do things the right way. I, I'm saying I'm doing my best to hold myself accountable. Doing my, my best to do my part. All I can do, all I can do is just let the university press. And trusting in that, you know what I'm saying, is where you balance out your energy. This is where you don't feel the loneliness, the depression. You know what I'm saying? The lack. Because I trust my universe wholeheartedly. They've proven themselves. I mean, they it's proven itself. You know what I mean? I can't speak about nobody else's life. I can only speak about mine. And I promise you, everything that I have accomplished, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, in the last six years, I've done the work. I've put in the work. I've absolutely been working hard. But my ancestors have been helping me be bugged out. And that's because I trust in them. Don't get me wrong. I have my feelings. I have my moments. You know what I'm saying? When things happen, I get that automatic feeling. But I control it. You can't really control what comes to your mind. And sometimes you can't control how you feel, but you do control how you react. And I've been working my due diligence to work on that. Because a lot of our responses, again, is based off our perspective, not what's actually real and not what's actually true. Like the thought that you're lonely, you know what I'm saying, is your own mind fuck. You're never alone. Like, I'm not religious, but you guys say y'all believe in God and he's and he's all, all magnificent and he's everywhere. So if you're a religious person, then there's no way for you to feel lonely when you know God is there all the time. If you're married with children, if you got people around you, 
Why are you lonely? What is it that's not fulfilled in you? What are you looking for? This is why I tell people all the time, like before you start making serious commitments about stuff, you really need to know what it is that you want. Because you have whole families out here. And it still don't be enough for you. And now you got to deal, you know what I'm saying, with their feelings about the situation now. Can you imagine building a family with five, six kids and that's still not enough? But now you can't just leave. People deal with that all day, every day. Somebody going through that right now. Because you're looking for someone to fulfill you. I need this husband. I need this wife. I need these kids. I need this house. I need this car. I need these things. And that's what's going to fulfill me. Then you get all that and realize that ain't it. Now you've put yourself in a compromising position where you actually can't just go through your own process of fixing that. Because now you have other people to worry about. You got other feelings and other perspectives that you now have to take into consideration. We've got to stop putting ourselves in that situation. So loneliness being a state of mind, it is a state of mind. Everything, honestly, is a state of mind. Everything that works in this world goes through your perspective. This is why people can go through the same exact thing and have a completely different experience. So that is proof that is truly about your perspective. How you actually see things. Because there are people who don't like people who prefer to be alone. They've dealt with so much with, you know what I'm saying? They have been hurt. They've been trampled on. They've been done dirty, all that shit. So from their perspective, people ain't shit. So I want to be by myself. I don't even want to be over here with that. There's a lot of people that was very happy during the pandemic. Very happy, you know what I'm saying, that we were stuck inside. And the key word in that is very happy. Extremely happy that they didn't have to leave their house, that they didn't have to interact with people. They prefer loneliness or to be alone. So being alone is not a death sentence or just this, you know what I'm saying, this stain. It's truly about your perspective on how you feel about shit and that goes for everything how you look how you feel all of that that's why there are people who have little to nothing i got people in worse financial situations than i'm in and i'm pretty okay considering but i know people that got less than me more responsibility and less money coming in smile on their face every day Thank the Lord, Christian. Thank the Lord every day for all, all that they have. You know what I'm saying? They don't care if they got to eat oodles and noodles tonight. They just grateful that they got food on their table. They not worried, you know what I'm saying, that they got to take the bus. They just glad that they found a way to get to where they was at. There are people who truly, you know what I'm saying, who live like that. 
And then you got others who swear up and down. You know what I'm saying? Your life sucks because you ain't got a car. You ain't shit because you live in this you live in this neighborhood or your rent is this amount of money. You ain't this, this, that, and the third because you don't have certain material things. There are people who feel that way. It's all about perspective. So for your life and your universe, your perspective of you, you know what I'm saying, needs to be a positive one, but if nothing else, balanced. Stop looking for other people to fulfill these spaces because they can't. I'm telling you, they can't. Again, you can have a million people around you and you will and you can still feel lonely. So it ain't people that you're searching for. It's the peace with what you got going on. That is what you're looking for. That's what you're truly searching. And you got to tap into it. But you being by yourself is going to help you tap into that. Like, I honestly feel like the universe took my arm so I can sit down and think about that shit and figure that out. Because life honestly stops us from actually taking care of what we need to take care of, figuring out the shit we need to figure out. Because again, you got a job, you got to clock in at your job, you got to take care of your kids, you got to take care of your spouse, you got to do this, you do that, you got to go shop, you got to do, everybody's on working 16 hours a day. You don't ever have no real time for yourself. You ain't actually never alone. Just think about that. For people who had this really, you know what I'm saying, active life, and then something happened to you and made you have to sit down. I know that's like the worst thing you feel in the world, but clearly your universe needed you to do that. Like we as a society is truly comfortable with wearing ourselves out. Y'all will kill yourselves to work and to have materialistic things and all that. And you think because it's a slow death, you know what I mean? That is dismissed. You won't sit your ass down to give yourself a break. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself mentally right, emotionally right. You will run yourself ragged at work, 16 hours, 17 hours a week and all this other jazz. You know what I'm saying? And then have a whole heart attack or have a stroke. That's the shit that, you know, will have to happen to you for you to actually sit down and start, you know what I'm saying, working on yourself. Because you ain't shit to nobody else, not your kids, not your spouse, not your job, if you're not right. And the only way to do that, honestly, is in that shadow time when you are by yourself with nobody else's interference. Because everybody else has their perspective. When they look at you, when they deal with you, it's through their lens. And everybody got their own shit going on. So why would you even want that? Because then you don't, you don't know if that healing is, you know what I'm saying, is really real. What happened? You know what I'm saying? Just think about the movies that you watch on TV. What if you are literally get in a position when you are alone? The fucking apocalypse happens and shit blows up and you in the middle of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And I am legend and shit. And you, what would you do in that situation? We don't think about that. We don't think about that at all. So let's stop looking outside of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? For peace, for company, for love, 
validation, you're not going to get that from another person. I don't care how much money you make. You can end up being like LeBron James, thinking you're a billionaire now, some shit like that. You could be a whole billionaire and still be lonely, still be unfulfilled. So fix, fix on yourself. Embrace being by yourself. Take the word loneliness out your vocabulary, you know what I'm saying? And change that with comfortable of self, comfortable with being with self. Have fun with yourself. Your first, the first relationship that you need to work on is the relationship you have with yourself. If the relationship with yourself ain't right, there is no other relationship that's going to work. I'm telling you that now. And just because people stay together don't mean it works. Staying together and being miserable every day, that's not working. Take care of yourself, your emotions first, and then you add people along. Because when you do that, when people decide to fall off, you're still at peace. People are fickle. Again, people got their own shit. People go through things and they deal with things differently. You can have somebody that is there for you a thousand percent and then something happens in their lives and then they and they have to worry about themselves now. For whatever reason, and you no longer have that person, now what? So you just gonna be miserable until they until they can come back? What happens if they die? Happens a lot. They ain't coming back. So what? Are you supposed to, you know what I'm saying, be miserable and depressed for the rest of your life because this person no longer exists in the physical? You will have the seesaw of happy, depressed. You'll be doing this your whole life. And that's some stressful shit. This is what causes strokes. You know what I'm saying? This is that that's what kills niggas. This extreme happy, extreme angry, and back and forth. That shit's exhausting, yo. Trust me, I know. Because I was doing that to myself about three, four years ago. Being extremely happy in my relationship, you know what I'm saying, when we good. And then as soon as my insecurities kick in, two days later, because of something that he said or or did that I misinterpreted and whatnot. So now I'm all depressed and I'm crying and smoking up all my weed and, you know, playing all the sad songs. And, you know what I'm saying, just going deeper and deeper into my depression shit. Yeah, yeah, I did that for years. Waste of energy. Waste of time. Waste of my crime. Doing this back and forth thing. Because the universe is going to test you. You can say all day, yes, I'm happy. Yes, I'm grateful. Yes, I got this. Until you don't. And the universe is going to test you every time. It's real easy to say how good you are in the moment. But when that moment is gone, 
Are you still good? And that's what the universe, you know what I'm saying, I can say for myself is trying to teach me. If you're going to be loving light, damn it, you need to be loving light at all times. Not to say that you're not going to have your moments, but my universe makes sure I practice what I preach. Same shit I spit at y'all. I'm telling y'all because the universe been spitting and slapping that shit about me. I promise you. Happens every time. Every time. Anytime you see me post extravagantly and high and all that shit, I promise you a day or two later, something's going to try to piss me off. Something's going to go wrong. Something. Somebody's going to do something. I promise you. Never fails. Never fails. And it is my job to pass that test. It is my job to understand I, this is a lesson. I got to get on my monk shit, on the Buddha shit, and you know what I'm saying? And just take the lesson. Understand that it's a lesson. It ain't got nothing to do with the people involved, the situation itself. It is a lesson that I need to learn because this is bothering me and it shouldn't. So your universe is going to test you all the time. You've got to take those moments as that instead of feeling lonely take that as space all right universe god whatever you know what i'm saying you are giving me this space clearly there's something that i need to i need to focus on i need to figure out and i'm going to use this this time to do that it's easier said than done i know that's our cliche thing i'm actually going to try to get that phrase up out of our vocabulary because that's part of the reason why we never push past it because we always, we always make the excuse that things are easier said than done. That's clear. Of course, it's easier for me for the words to roll out my mouth than to actually do the actions. Clearly. Because if, if it was that easy, then everybody would do it. But continuing to say that and use that as an excuse to stop yourself from moving forward, that's not hurting nobody but you. I tell people all the time, you can go as fast as you slow or, or, or slow as you want on your journey, but you have to deal with those consequences. It's like being in school. Yeah, if you don't pass seventh grade, they're going to keep making you take seventh grade over and over until you get it right. But tell me how many times you, how you going to feel, you know what I'm saying, being in the seventh grade and you got kids, you got kids two, three, four years younger than you in the same class. How you gonna feel continuing to learn the same lesson? You seeing the same equations, you seeing the same that that shit is repetitive and it gets annoying after a while. So it should motivate you to go on to the eighth grade. That's the same thing. With the test with your universe or, or, or whatever, whoever it is that you pray to. They're gonna keep testing you. And you gotta pass that test. You don't pass that test, you gotta do it, you gotta you gotta take it over. And that's just what it is. So again, if you want to continue to keep going, do the same shit over and over again, having the same feelings over and over again. That's a choice. Love, peace, happiness healing 
All of those things are choices. You, to, you have to choose to want to be better. Choose to heal. It's a choice. Because there are a lot of people who are choosing to just, you know, just to give up and to just be. And then just, you know what I'm saying, let life take them how that is. And whatever consequences there is, they'll take that. They, you know what I'm saying, there's, there's plenty of people in the world doing that. And that's their right. It's their journey. But it's a suffering one. So if you want to continue to suffer like that, then continue to choose to keep thinking the way that you do. Because it's all up here. Nobody controls your life, your destiny, or what you got going on but you. I don't care how you feel about it. Even at your job and all that stuff, you choose the job that you apply for. Doesn't matter how you feel about it. You felt like it had the best benefits. You know what I'm saying? For the bills that you got at work, it doesn't matter. You still made the choice to put in your resume, to fill out that application, and to apply for that particular job. So whether you love it or hate it, it's still a choice. Everything in your life is a choice. Homeless people being homeless, choice. I've been living in Georgia, I've been living in Georgia for 18 years, and I see pretty much the same four homeless people. I've seen the same because I do a lot of walking and, and taking buses and stuff. So I see four, um, four homeless people that I see all the time. And they are the ones. But there's these four staples that I've been seeing for almost 20 years on these streets. That's a choice. Not to say that, you know, what happened to them in the beginning, you know what I'm saying, that may not have been their fault. You know, so it happens. You know what I'm saying? People go bankrupt, lose their money, fires, you know what I'm saying? All types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody, you know what I'm saying, is just a fuck up. But being homeless for years, that's a choice. A thousand percent choice. Now, I'm going to keep it real. Most homeless people stay homeless because they ain't got to deal with shit that we got to deal with. They ain't got to pay bills. You can sit there all day and judge them and how they living and all that, but they don't got the problems that you got. And most of these homeless people outlive us because they not stressed. They get to walk around do whatever the fuck they want to do. They don't got to answer nobody. They don't got to clock in. They don't got to pay no rent, no gas, no nothing. And they still get stimulus checks. Perspective. Again, so we got to do a lot better with ourselves. Okay? We have to do better with our love of self. We have to tend to our emotional and mental needs. I understand that paying your rent is important. Feeding your children is important. But you can't do none of that if you are not right. Depression or stress, all that stuff is killing people. People are dying, having heart attacks at 40 and shit. So while you're again, while you're stressing, trying to pay bills and all this other stuff, if you die, you can't pay bills. Who gonna look after your kids if you die? 
You don't think about that while you feel sitting in them feelings. Love on yourself. Love comes from the inside and expresses itself on the outside. That don't mean that your life is going to be perfect. It doesn't mean that you're never going to have lessons. It does not mean that, you know what I'm saying, things are not going to happen to you. Shit happens to me all the time. All the that. But I understand that this is all a part of it. You know what I'm saying? I take them, I take them slugs with stride, you know what I'm saying? And I throw a few back. And again, I always do my due diligence to keep a positive mind, understanding that this is working out for my favor. This is not a problem. This is a redirection. You gotta train your mind. It's hard, but you gotta do it. And it starts with how you speak. It don't matter if I feel certain things, I will walk out. My, my, my cousin, 33 master teacher, can tell you, I will pace this house and talk to myself. I do it all the time. Because like I said, I'm by myself a lot. When my man is on the road and he's working and stuff like that, he may not get my calls. My cousin, she works, got a son, you know what I'm saying, got her own thing going. She may not be able to answer my calls. My mom has her own thing going on with her business and all that jazz. I may not be able to get, you know what I'm saying, I may not be able to vent to her. But when I'm feeling my feelings, I have to get that stuff out. That's how I move. I'm a very emotional person, so I need to get it out, whether it's me talking about it, whether it's me doing my crying thing, whatever it is I need to do, I got to get that shit out and get that shit out now. I don't allow my negative feelings, you know what I'm saying, to, to fester or to stick around for a long period of time. No, I can't do that. I've come too far because I truly understand that my thoughts, you know what I'm saying, is what changes everything. What I think of most is what I'm going to manifest so I cannot focus on the things that I feel like are going wrong. When I do that, I'm just asking the universe and preparing the universe to give me more of that. And that ain't how it's supposed to go. And I have worked too hard to get where I am, you know what I'm saying, to self-sabotage myself. I'll say that again, to self-sabotage myself. Can't nobody do nothing to me. How I respond to other folks is my problem, not theirs. Even if somebody, again, if somebody rubs me the wrong way or whatever it is, it ain't about them. It's not even a personal thing. In my mind, I see nothing but the lesson, all right? I needed to have this interaction with this person, you know what I'm saying, so I can learn something. It's not even, it's not a, this person's doing that to me, or it's not that. And I've trained myself to feel that way. Trust me, it's hard. I know. In the moment, it's hard. I'm working on having, just feeling this way at all times instead of feeling the type of way and then working my way through. That's what I'm working on now. It just, at that moment, in the second Yes, this is a lesson, and I'm alive. That's what I'm working on now. Definitely hard, but it's worth it. I have a lot of peace, and I get through a lot of storms, you know what I'm saying, because of it. I don't let shit fester, let shit dwell, 
and that allows my my creative juices to flow. And I promise you, every time I feel like a door is closed, I, there's another door open and there's even a window on the side. Every time. So I keep that in mind. That's how I move through those feelings of loneliness or, you know what I'm saying, not being fulfilled or feeling like, no, I, for me, I don't really have feelings of unfulfillment. Sometimes I feel like my biggest thing is fulfilling my purpose. That's my biggest thing. I don't want to fail at that. That is my biggest thing. I'm here for a reason. The universe saved me for a reason. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just here on earth taking up space. You know what I'm saying? So I truly want to fulfill my purpose. And if anything, that is the thing I dread the most is not being able to do that. So I fight those feelings, you know what I'm saying, all the time. So when I get monkey wrenches, you know what I'm saying, and my plans and all that, that's what I see. It, it, it makes me feel like I'm, it is making it that much harder for me to help people because that's what I want to do. I'm here to help people. I live these nine lives. I have received everything that I have needed from this realm and it is now my, I'm living the life where I'm supposed to give back. That is how I truly feel. So if I'm not helping people, then what am I here for? That's what goes through my mind. Whether people know that or not. Those are the things that, you know what I'm saying, put me in a depressive state when it seems as if, you know what I'm saying, this is about to fuck this up. Oh, damn, this is a setback. Those are the things that, you know what I'm saying, that get me. So, but I'm have to, but I have to, I'm, I'm still working on that. Because as long as I know that I'm doing my part, there's no reason to fear. Don't matter what it looked like. I know that I'm putting in my, my thousand percent. I'm putting out the positive energy. I'm doing the work. So it is going to it is going to flourish. I just gotta wait the process. It's just like growing vegetables in the garden. You know, it takes certain vegetables a couple of months to grow. You know what I'm saying? And give give them a 10-week period just to sprout. You know what I'm saying? Then it takes another couple of months to get a little bigger. And you know what I'm saying? It's a process. And you can't rush, you know what I'm saying, the growing process. That spinach, that okra, whatever it is you're growing is going to come up out of the ground when it's getting ready. Not when you tell it to. Not when you want it to. It's going to sprout out when it's time for it to. Nothing more, nothing less. So I try to look at my life the same way. The, the business that I'm that I'm developing, the platform that I'm growing, I look at it that way in the same way. This is a this is my baby. You know, may I may not have I may not have children. You know, what I'm saying one day. So right now, this is my baby. And guess what? It takes a whole nine months to grow a baby from conception all the way up till birth. It takes a whole nine months to get you know for that process. And then when they come out. It's a process. So that's the same thing with everything else in your life, too. Okay? So let's stop feeling lonely. You're not alone. You have yourself. And shit, you got me. 
I don't care what day of the week. I got enough content here on this good old social media, you know what I'm saying, for you to hear something, watch something, you know what I'm saying, that can help you do that. I promise you. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be the person, you know what I'm saying, that I didn't have. So here I am, there and all, just telling you what I got going on. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, and hopefully that can help you. And understanding and finding out your greatness because, you know what I'm saying, it doesn't matter where I am or what it looks like, I know I'm motherfucking great. I know that for a fact. Don't care what my, my situation looked like. I'm great. You take away, you know what I'm saying? You take away material. I, well, I don't, forgot what song that was. I was listening to, I think it's Kendrick Lamar's N9, N95 song. Where he's talking about how take off, he's like, take that shit off. You know, take off the, take off the this, take off the this and take off, take off that and take off this and all this, this, this and that, that. That song, that one, right. So he's talking about taking this, this, this stuff and all, and once you take all that off, now what do you have? I got me. You strip me bare, I still got me, and I know that. So I can always create something out of nothing. I know that. You need to know that about yourself. You need to embody that in your life, and that's how you get to where you go. But you got to speak it, and you got to know it. I'm gonna use this last um, uh, example, and then I'm gonna let y'all go on and enjoy the rest of y'all's moon day. Okay, don't like this person, but his attitude is is a clear example of manifestation. Puff Daddy, don't like him, but when I mean that man manifested himself and his life right now, he knew he was great. He told us. Every day, once he got on camera and got into the music industry, told you every day that he was the shit. He act like it. He embodied it. He showed it. And a lot of people felt like he's arrogant and he's this, is that, and the third. But whatever. That man manifested his life. He knew who he was and he made that shit happen. Don't like him. But we need more people who actually got good intentions to have that energy. To have that mindset. It's the people who are doing fuck shit, you know what I'm saying, and got bad intentions who have that type of perspective about themselves. We need more healers. We need more, you know what I'm saying, more positive folk to have that same convection in yourself. Then we can compete with the Diddy's. Because Diddy run the city, as bad as he is. Well, we need some good folks running shit. But you got to believe it before it happens. You have to see it in order for it to be created into the world. You have to create your life, literally. That's what vision boards are for. That's what they say. Visualization is all of that's what that you have to see it. Every event, everything that you see right now, everything that has been created started with a thought. When they created the light bulb, you know what I'm saying? They was focusing on getting some light. They was focusing, you know what I'm saying, on the problem that needed to be fixed. And I'm sure whoever the guy was had to visualize that. They had to visualize seeing light and made that shit happen. Everything you, everything you see and everything that is created comes from a thought. 
So you're going to have to see that. See your greatness. If it's being around a bunch of people is what you really want. If you just, uh, you know what I'm saying, that people's person and you just draw energy from people, well, then you need to see that. See yourself, you know what I'm saying, in an industry that brings you that, you know what I'm saying, that brings you that type of environment. You know what I'm saying? And you can have that. You can have anything you want. You just got to believe that you can have it. I am no different than any of you. I promise you, a lot of y'all are probably doing way better than me in a lot of difference in a dollar different areas. I promise you. I still live on a fixed income, running a business or not. There's certain things that I cannot do. I can't just drop bread on here. There's a lot of things that I miss because of, because of certain things that I don't have. But I don't let that stop me. You see what I, you know what I have in my mind? If I'm not there, then I ain't supposed to be there. Not, oh, I didn't have the money. Oh, I can't afford it. Oh, no. Oh, I'm upset. Nah, that just wasn't the place that I was supposed to be. Because anywhere I'm supposed to be, I will be there. I don't care what my situation looked like. That just happened to me two months ago. There was this business event that my partner told me about. And they told me about it like 24 hours before the event was supposed to start. So I got ready. I and, and, and this is another lesson for me. I need to start doing my due diligence. You know what I'm saying? And researching everything that people give me because I kind of just be going on with it. I, I know this person. I trust them. So, you know what I'm saying? Let me jump on that real quick so, you know, I don't miss out on what, you know what I'm saying, on what this is. I do that a lot. And I have to balance that out. So got dressed, got out there early, ready. Something happened and I went to go looking at the event and come to find out the event was like 45 or $50. Didn't know that. Just spent $40 at a restaurant, you know what I'm saying, to get me something to eat. So had I known that I was supposed to pay 50 for the event, wouldn't have went to the restaurant. But I went to the restaurant, right? So I get there, whatever, and I'm just like, oh, I do not have the money to go there. I, but I, I prepared for this. And I just literally sat there. And I think it was 20 minutes before the event was about to start. And I just sat there. Universe. You know what this is, man. You know I, you know what I mean? You know I prepared for this and all this other jazz. So I know y'all gonna make this way. So I walked up to the guy, walked up to the guy that was standing in front of the door. You know, told him, like, I didn't know that you had to register. This is that and the third. You know, I've kind of been waiting for this event. I don't know what to do. So he was like, nah, just go on in there and, and figure it out. Went in there, presented myself. They were impressed. Little Ma gets me all the time. I love her. You know what I'm saying? Gave him my business card or whatever. Ain't nobody said nothing to me about no, about no $50. I went in there. You know, did my networking, you know what I'm saying? Even the lady that's teaching me how to drive right now, I met her at that event. Auntie Madeiras. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't supposed to be there. That was an event that was held by the Making Water Authority, you know what I'm saying, and a business group, you know what I'm saying, that pretty much runs all of the businesses in the in the area that I live in. You know what I'm saying? They deal with the government doing contracts to make sure that the small businesses in my area, you know what I'm saying, you know, get their proper just due. 
So that's the type of event I was at. This ain't no, this one no bullshit, you know, just my homie just putting some shit together. You know what I'm saying? So I was supposed to pay to go to that event. So if I didn't pay, I wasn't supposed to be there. But I was supposed to be there. And that's why I was there. Period. That's all I see. Ain't nothing that nobody can tell me otherwise. I'm going to be everywhere I'm supposed to be. And everywhere I'm not, I won't. And it doesn't matter how big the event I don't care who's going to be there and how ill and how much you're going to miss if you ain't there. If Plump Queen ain't there, Plump Queen not supposed to be there. And that's it. No hard feelings. No, none of that. I don't feel like I missed out. None of that. That's just not the space that I'm supposed to be in. And it's not to say that I won't get there another time. This may not just be my time. But that's how I think about everything. And I train myself daily to think that way. Yes, it takes a lot. But when you, what you do daily, everything you do now, that loneliness, that self, that, that, you know what I'm saying, that negative talk to yourself, all the negative things you do to yourself, you have been training. You've been doing that consistently over the years. That has become habitual to you. You have to change those habits. You need to, we have to now start speaking life into ourselves, speaking the life that we want before we see it. That's what becomes a habit. I'm not going to use that phrase no more. Yes, it is difficult, but it's worth it. That's what I'm going to say. Healing is difficult. Self-love, going through childhood traumas, making yourself better. That shit is definitely difficult, but it's worth it. It's worth it when you have a level of peace. It's worth it when you have that. You can create, you don't understand the type of life you can create when you have peace. And I know that's what my universe is doing for me right now. It is getting me to a level of peace before I get to that success. So I'll know what to do with it. So when little things happen, I don't, I don't mistrust it. I am being prepared in every form of fashion for the life that is waiting for me. Period. So we have to change our state of mind. You are not lonely. If you have nobody else, you absolutely have yourself. You've had yourself your whole life. Cherish that. Stop putting so much stock in other motherfuckers. Put stock in yourself. I'm not telling you to be arrogant or self-centered, but put stock in yourself first. It regulates everybody and everything else. I can promise you. All right. That's all I got for y'all today. I love, love, love y'all. I appreciate y'all giving me your time and your energy. If you are on IG, you are not going to be able to see these little clips that I'm going to put on the stream yard. Um, but you definitely should go to Inspire Media Network on Roku. If you have a Roku TV or a Roku Fire Stick, you can watch my channel. It's awesome. You should go in there and get that. Everything, um, everything about inspiration. I'm looking for content creators. I'm looking for businesses who want advertisement on television. Okay, I my my thought process or my goal was to make the first black YouTube. That was that was that's what I was thinking about, but the universe said, "Nah, go bigger." So we on TV now. 
So just go to Amspire Media, go to your streaming channel um, search engine and put in Amspire Media and you are in there. And for those who are on, there is the logo. That's what you're going to see. All right. This um, weekend, no, no, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday on June 9th at 9 p.m. We have our new um, interview. Not really new. This is my boy, Jamar Milton. I'm really excited. I haven't had to get a, a chance to build with him lately because we've all been busy out here being great. So I am excited to have him on this Thursday. Make sure you tap in at 9 p.m. Jamar Milton is going to be in the building. He has been doing a lot these past three years. So we're going to get all that good scoop. We're going to get all that good juice. All right. What else we got going on? On Saturdays, we have our Soul Sister Therapy Childhood Trauma Podcast. We talk specifically about those things on there. So please tune in. Uh, like I said, guys, everything that I do or I try to do is to help 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 people to help us. You know what I'm saying? I want to live in a world, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the only person in the world, you know what I'm saying, with good energy. I want to live in a world, you know what I'm saying, where everybody, you know what I'm saying, got that popping energy. So we are here to do that, and it starts off tackling our traumas. A lot of the ways that we are and the ways that we feel comes from how we were raised and the things that we have experienced. So we talk about this. We come, we talk, tell our stories. We come up with solutions. And in the next few years, I want to change this podcast to the Soul Sister Therapy Healed Podcast. That is my goal. I, I really want change. I don't want to just keep talking about the same topics, especially when you talk about this. I want change. I want things to be different. Okay. Of course, on Sundays, we have Sundays with Spirit with 33 Master Teacher. Y'all know, y'all know I love this girl. You know, it's my cousin and all that good stuff. But you don't understand how, you know what I'm saying, she has helped me on my spiritual journey. You know what I'm saying, on my healing growth. All of that. And I'm just so proud, you know what I'm saying, to be able to do this, you know what I'm saying, with her. So make sure on Sundays at 9 p.m. We had one last night. We had a pick a deck. Go on and get, you know, go on and get your messages. All right. So Sundays is spirit with 33 Master Teacher every Sunday night at 9 p.m. All right. What else do we have for y'all? Yes, 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 yes. All right. So very soon, if I'm not mistaken, it will be in a couple of weeks. But I have been um, honored, you know what I'm saying, to be added into a situation where we have a children's book. I am a co-author co of a new children's book called I Am Affirmations for Children. Okay, like I said, it starts with babies. Okay, the only way we can make these changes, like as adults, we got to maneuver through our shit. But if we save our children, if we just not traumatize them the next generation the future will be so much brighter so i am affirmations for children is coming out soon on amazon um please stay tuned for that i'll definitely give y'all all the information to go on and get your copy uh but yeah so i am just um i'm just happy and just i'm just excited to continue in several ways to fulfill my purpose and to yeah be the nine that i am so I want to thank y'all, you know what I'm saying, for being here, everyone who has supported me, who has been watching me all of these years. And I, I appreciate all of you guys. I honestly do this for y'all. A lot of times when I'm feeling down, it'll be that one person that'll put in the comments and say that you're inspiring and 
You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. You helped me get out the bed this morning and, and things of that nature. Those are the things that honestly keep me going when I feel <sighs> because I, I truly want to help people. So because of those comments, I can't stop. I, I, I can't stop. I, I cannot stop, you know what I'm saying, potentially helping the folks, you know what I'm saying, that I'm helping even though I can't see them or I don't know them personally. Okay? So love, love, love y'all. Enjoy the rest of y'all's moon day. And we'll see you guys on Thursday for Inspire Interviews. Peace.